so I wanted to just give a quick shout out to um, Boundaries. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> shout out to Boundaries. Out this to podcast boundaries. is brought to you by Boundaries. By boundaries. Hey, this is Amrita and Andrew. We're on a podcast journey to find our way through freelance life. If you're thinking about taking a leap off the beaten path in any part of your life, our inexpert advice is don't think twice. Okay, so first of all, um, it smells like a cat house in here because we are both drenched in perfume, <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> um, I know, it smelled like so <laughs> slutty. I'm wearing Santal, but then I sprayed something else in my room. Okay, so you've got you've got a cocktail. Because really. I like my room to smell. Mm-hmm. I've been using the Chanel at number five as a room <laughs> spray um, because I am cultivating... Uh, an ethos of luxury I for 2021. I agree with that. I have a mm-hmm. some an, a shop on Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. A few years ago, I bought a, like an essential oil combo that says sensuality. Yeah. Sensuality 2021. And That's so I spray that word. in my room. Yeah. We're, we've got smells. We've got lighting. Yeah, we've got, yeah. we've got we're everything. We're the big easy. <laughs> yeah. It's the land of sensuality and excess. Yes. And um, romance and uh, dark... Fantasies. Fantasies. Mm -hmm. There we go. Which we hopefully will get into all of those things, um, both in the course of our conversation and in our time here. Um, I wanted to tell you about getting here really quick. Yeah. (laughs) So I had... A rental car we've had a lot of rental cars but this was an instance where the rental car like the robots had fully taken over okay and i felt fully that uh the car was smarter than me i and, had this experience <laughs> once before too. and um i'm like i usually i'm like oh there's new gadgets since the last time i drove a car but like this was like extreme did it chastise you for everything you did everything everything it had something to say yeah. about everything i was doing it was very, very belligerent critical. these new cars very belligerent very critical because normally you're just like okay do i know how to turn on the headlights and the turn signal adjust like, the mirrors let's go like i'm good yeah i'm good and so then i get on the road and i'm like you know i'm like going 70 miles an hour and i'm like man my hands are so sweaty because I'm so nervous. I just must be so, you know, nervous Oh, I thought you were going to say there was some sort of steering wheel heater. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Was there? So what happened? There's a steering wheel heater. They make those? Yes. I I had no idea. So I was like, man, my hands are so hot. (laughs) (laughs) And I drove for like a really long, it wasn't even a cold day. So I was like, I was like trying to like, I was like, oh, maybe I can crack a window on the highway. I'm like so hot. And, And then finally I was like, oh, it's like, the heat, the steering wheel is actually hot. And the climate control was different um, for all four quadrants of the car. It chastised me for like, for like everything. Changing lanes. So it was like, it had the light up thing on the yeah. lights and the mirror and like, so, but this had an extra level too. Okay, this is a, this is a next level thing. So it has a, a thing where if it thinks that you're drifting. It, it shakes. It locks the steering. <gasps> well, when we were in Cape Cod and I had to have a, I took, my mom's car into the Subaru dealership for a couple things, headlight, whatever. And they gave me a, um, a loaner. They didn't explain. They gave me a brand new 2021 Subaru with mm-hmm. all of these features. And they didn't, they didn't warn me that the car turns off and on 
you know, it stops like when you come or to whatever. A stop. Right, right, right. And that one I was like vaguely familiar with, so I didn't panic. Mm-hmm. But when I tried to change lanes and things, and, and, and like the steering wheel is shaking and there's beeping. <laughs> I know you are uncomfortable I just hate philosophically cruise with cruise control. Yeah, yeah. Philosophically, logistically, but I everything. am a man who will put cruise control on yes. in the inner city. Yeah. Like urban yes, driving, yes. I will be like, yes. you know, I've tested how low that, that um, cruise control goes. And it okay. doesn't go under like 25, unfortunately. Oh, my God. I didn't, I didn't even know it would go that slow. Why would anyone want to be on cruise at 25 miles well, an Well, because hour? at some point, if it's like a empty, if it's like a Detroit situation when there's not a lot of cars, mm-hmm. and then you can set it slow to see if you can like hit all the green lights. Uh, I couldn't figure it out. So I, I felt fully stumped. I was like, okay, we've reached the stage where we need to give like briefings on the car before, you know, before we... Uh, yeah let people drive it away and it's like at this level of automation it feels like like maybe maybe what you're looking for in your driving experience is just to like have all the cars linked together like and a then train. there's stops <laughs> and then you can just get off and on whenever and when you, you get want hungry to. you can just someone can bring you food or you can go to, go to the, thing, go to the dining car, car. <laughs> So you made it down here in one piece. I did. Picked you up from the airport mm-hmm. um, on the outskirts of town. Uh, and we have been here for, uh, what, three weeks? Two and a half. Two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing I'll say about that is we have worked our way through five <laughs> king cakes, which if you know anything about a king cake, it's only served. I didn't know. It's only served this served time of year. Served from Epiphany to, um, well, Three Kings Day. Is three, three Kings Day and Epiphany is the same thing, I guess. Yeah. Um, through to Mardi Gras. Yep. So we only have a limited amount of time to try all the varieties. So this year that's varieties. January 6th mm-hmm. through, which I think Epiphany is always January 6th because the number of days after Christmas. And yeah. then uh, to February, uh, February 16th, 16th this year, I think. I mean, there it's a cake with a hole in it, so it does look like a large donut. Mm-hmm. But by large, it, it's not a donut. Um, but it is shaped like a donut, mm-hmm. um, and so it's really just like half air anyway. So right. you know, <laughs> so it's I'm kind I'm of ready. a bready, I... a sweet bready item that I find so delicious. Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's irresistible, like truly. And and uh, they're made in slightly different, you know, different bakeries make it in different ways. And then there are uh, tons of flavors. There's traditional, and then beyond that, there's like everything you can think of: cream cheese and praline yeah. and fruit fillings and chocolate, chocolate and fillings. coffee. And... Yeah. But we're ready for cake number six. six. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're doing New Orleans right. Yeah, we're averaging two cakes a week. Yeah, that's. But we're walking a lot. We are walking. You're walking a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like 10 miles a day at the most. Um, I average five, I would say five miles a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so nice to be in an urban environment again. Uh, it's yes. just like I, uh, you know, we talked about it last time, but it's just like, that's the setting for, for, for me. Mm-hmm. And I just feel very, I mean, of course the weather has a lot to do with it, but I just feel like so energized and like, Full of life. And, mm-hmm. and this is New Orleans not at its best, obviously. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like the, I mean, I can't imagine. I've never been here. I mean, I haven't been here during the season. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure it must be super weird for people who, yeah. who live here and um, have such a subdued uh, Mardi Gras season. Because apparently, like, you know, there's multiple parades and 
you know, sort of events every single day of the season leading up to like Mardi Gras Day. Yeah. And um, and all of that has been uh, quieted yeah. this year. I mean, last year they had Mardi Gras went on as planned because mm-hmm. it was right before everything sort of shut down. So this is really the first year that it hasn't. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they yeah, they just squeaked in right before and probably was why, like, it was so, um, they had such an early surge here. Yeah. So, um, so I think that that has also led to something else we've discovered, which is how, um, like, conscious, COVID conscious the city is. And I think it's just because they, they were, if anything, even hit, like, earlier than New York. So the way New York is, but, like, me, but more. <laughs> it is really incredible how consistent people are with mm-hmm. their mask wearing. I mm-hmm. mean, nowhere that we've been um, from New York to Detroit to Cleveland to Cape Cod, which Cape Cod was actually very conscious. Oh, yeah. Just mm-hmm. too. Um, and there were just fewer people here like, in New Orleans. It's like on the street, just walking their dog by themselves. Mm-hmm. No one, no one remotely close by people yeah. are wearing their masks. So I, you know, I feel a little odd walking around without my, I carry a mask with me. Put it on if I'm going to walk past somebody. Past somebody, mm-hmm. but even at 65 degrees, which is you know where a lot of the days have <laughs> been here in January. Yes, it's like it's humid, and walking with a mask is like you get real wet. <laughs> it's very <laughs> wet. Yeah. It's a very wet experience. <laughs> yeah. The <this> city. Yeah. <laughs> so far, that is. But I'll say the good thing. So Mardi Gras is not going on as planned, but a. Rep- a replacement to the floats and the parades and the festivities this year is the uh, decorating of homes mm-hmm. in the neighborhoods. Um, so I'm excited to see. Have already, you, have you been seeing have, some good ones when on your on your rambles? Some people put so much effort. Yeah, that it's incredible. Yeah, just just huge sculptural paper mache like they're not paper mache because they're weatherproof, but huge, just like cartoonish. Mm-hmm. Um, bugs and animals and people, you know, uh, classic New Orleans, like, you know, musicians and, and people yeah. I don't even recognize. Yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Like Harlequins and uh-huh. things like that. And, um, I mean, I've seen some of them and I'm sure you've, you've probably seen more because you've done a lot of like na- um, sort of rambling in the side streets and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's really, really fun. And people are people are putting a lot of like time and energy into it. And hopefully we'll, we're going to get to help out with the neighborhood house. Yes. Um, as we joined a Facebook group for the for the neighborhood um, and for those who are like decorating their houses. And um, so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Hopefully. That will be fun, and we'll mm-hmm. maybe meet some neighborhood, some local people, neighborhood kooks. <laughs> That's my hope. <laughs> I want to hear more about your New Orleans thoughts. Okay, like I have fresh. several that okay. I wrote down. Okay. And, you know, this is not an exhaustive uh, okay. list, but um, first of all. Um, and I think we probably already said it, but um, we're having a fantastic time here. Yes. And the weather, the city is so beautiful. It's walkable. I will say the sidewalks are a killer because uh, the oak <laughs> trees have pulled up uh, the like sidewalk in the, many half places. Half the cement, yeah. And then if you go closer to the river, the sidewalk just disappears and becomes sand. Mm-hmm. So you have to uh, walk in the road. Or, there, or like sometimes you'll just be marching along on a, on a, like a residential street and then there's just like a, like a quick sand pit. Yep. 
uh, and and then if you're driving, um, your oh, car practically you. falls apart <laughs> because it's like the worst maintained. It's like roads. more holes than road yes. on this on this like street that's right here on our on our uh, street. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, well, but the good news is no one can drive <laughs> Fast. faster than like 15 <laughs> miles an hour. <laughs> so that actually helps with the pedestrian friendliness too, actually, because yeah. it's like. You know you can cross the road because they're not going anywhere. <laughs> uh, we have the streetcar basically right out our door, right at the end of our block, which um, we haven't taken yet, but takes us anywhere in the city we want to go, really, because they connect to a couple of other lines. Um, but my specific feelings, qualities about the city yes. that I think speak to me as yes. a person and my personality. <laughs> I have some thoughts on that, too. <clears throat> okay, so... Uh, first is an easy one, which is the weather and that like mm-hmm. we have been here in what we consider very mild weather, but the amount of parkas <laughs> and full on cold weather gear that people have pulled out and oh I'm not God. exaggerating. I, which for I didn't even bring with me. Degree like weather. I didn't even bring cold weather stuff with me. Like I, I don't bring my winter my, my You were out in a tank coat. top the other day and a woman walked by in a full on <laughs> puffer jacket. Yes. Like ankle length puffer jacket. And it was like what I I love that. I aspire to live in a place where I'm like bitching and moaning because it's it's like under yeah. fifty degrees. The two days ago we were at an outdoor brewery, uh, the outdoor portion of a brewery, and we were the only people out there at some point because everyone else had gotten Packed too it cold. In. Yeah, it was too cold. And it had, so they went to like, a warmer part. The temperature part. <laughs> had like dipped down to like 60 degrees probably. No, I'm, like literally. It was like, yeah. it, at first it was like, you know, 65 or something. And that seemed to be the cusp of what people were willing <laughs> to tolerate. Yeah. And then like as soon as the sun, like it started to get towards dusk. It wasn't even like dark yet. No. But it was like starting. It to get was towards, five yeah. o'clock. And, um, and the sun sets later here uh, in January. And uh but like everyone like just went scurrying for the for the for the patio that had the heaters <laughs> so um that's a quality that i love that, oh my god this... it is life-changing uh we're in a different time you know as we all are so the city is operating on a different um circadian rhythm than it usually does but even so Mm-hmm. The city seems to be a much later one, which you and I are not morning people. Oh, yes. And it was really we found our people here brought into sure. full relief this past weekend when we ventured into the French Quarter for the first time and got <laughs> a, a brunch, lunch, um, well, lunch, because it was we sat down at the table at like 2, 2.15, and the server comes over and... Explaining something, and then by way of nothing, she just says like, "Oh, and it's really nice that you got here so early." <laughs> like, and I don't think she was being sarcastic. No, at she all. wasn't. Like, it was totally genuine. And I wish that you could have seen the expression on your own face. <laughs> you were so happy, <laughs> so happy. Like, you and my sister both have share this quality of like being really pleased to be told that you're like ahead of schedule. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but especially that the what what it reveals about the city, which was that like, oh, like brunch, two o'clock, French Quarter, like. I just you're, felt you're like in a ni- ultimate nice and approval from the world. Yes. it's like oh, if this is this is the this is the metric I can meet. Is like oh, you just need. If you're up and out by like two thirty, then like you're the <laughs> early done, bird. You're gonna get the worm. And I was like, <laughs> God damn I've always you. wanted to be the early bird. I just it's just, just couldn't not do it in my genetic. <laughs> and and like circadian rhythm wise, um, this bar seems. I mean, this bar. <laughs> this town seems to have like bars. You were telling me that under normal circumstances are like open twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. And um and like are just like sort of 
like people go in for like a brew before work sometimes yeah. you know a brew of a different kind <laughs> and um uh and like that you know the, it's not the typical like early closing that you know obviously now i think there's a curfew there's a curfew now but yeah but but uh but <laughs> the new york times had an article about new or new orleans and mardi gras this year and just by way of explaining how different it is, is there is a bartender who's been doing it for 30 years who ends his shift at 11 p.m. when usually his shift doesn't start till midnight. <laughs> and like this, I love this city. Love this I city. mean, you know, I can only imagine in most parts times of the year when mm-hmm. it's so hot. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That, I mean, the if it's, night if it's time this, is really the time. Like that, t-shirt weather in January, like yeah, yeah, nighttime is the right so time. So soupy and like mm-hmm. gross mm-hmm. in July. Um, so I, I love that this city seems to be really on your schedule for, for night people. Yeah. <laughs> um, another quality about this city, uh, is I'm a per, this is really weird, but I'm, a. I love lighting situations. Yes. We talked about this, uh, um, in our, okay. So it's established. Yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. we love lighting situations and I think, uh, don't fact check me or do fact check me. I feel pretty mm-hmm. bold mm-hmm. and right in saying this, that I think New Orleans leads in like the world, the country in colored light bulbs sales. <laughs> and <laughs> well, or like seemingly people who just have like colored lighting in their hou- yeah. houses. Yeah. Like not just like out. A lot of people just have purple bulb or red bulb. <laughs> just and there's always you know there in like New York City like there's always like one. Yes. You know there's like one person on the block, but there's a lot of houses. I mean, and they're like houses too, like sort of like posh looking on the outside, mm-hmm. and then it's just like they have a whole room that's just red, and it's like what's happening in there? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happening, but I, I really it. like it. Mm-hmm. I know it's sort of an odd thing to hone in on, but I've been doing a lot of walks and really enjoying everyone's lighting. Peeping schemes. into people's. Oh, I actually saw. The other day, this was in um, the, on Black Pearl. Um, mm-hmm. Somebody who had a legitimately like a chandelier, a working chandelier, strung from a tree in their front yard. Like a lot of people in the city do a lot of extra things, and I and I it's really it's extra. It. It's extra, and the style here is very you know. I like it. it's a little moody. It's a little gothy. Uh, yeah, speaks to sure. my Scorpio sensibilities. Yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, another quality of the city, as uh, just in sort of a urban planning um, way, is that you know we are we are in what's called uptown, which kind of encompasses, mm-hmm. yeah, broadly, and it encompasses like several neighborhoods, and um, it's well established. It has some beautiful big homes. Even in this neighborhood, there's a lot of uh, multifamily homes mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of historic homes are very large, but multifamily. I mean, they're they they're both historic and multifamily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and you know, I really so they can't love, be reverted really from that because there's format. a lot of protections um, in this city, as you might imagine, um, historical preservation on buildings. Um, so. All of us say I really love neighborhoods mm-hmm. that mix single family with multifamily. Yeah, like on the same block, you get on the same block. Um, so. Yeah, we need a, we need more of that, and I think like this is just happens to be that since they were historically that way, yeah, it sort of stay that way. Well, and I wonder right? how that really happened because you know if you go to Savannah, if you go to Charleston, if you go to St. Augustine in Florida, 
the large the the type of homes that are in this neighborhood mm-hmm. you wouldn't find multifamily homes mixed um, in. Mixed well, in. I wonder if part of that is just because like the there are natural boundaries of the city that force it to be small. smaller. That is very true, and especially before they drained um, parts of the swamp between here and Lake Pontchartrain. Mm-hmm. Um, New There's Orleans was less, not very big, yeah. and then mm-hmm. they just had to like drain the swamp to make it as big as they could and then at some point if you go in any direction you run into a body of water right 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 right. so it's like you kind of have to like you had to cram in and you got to have people you know different like yep and uh the 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 trees here even the trees that survived hurricane katrina because there were many 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 um old growth trees that um didn't make it it. Mm -hmm. but even still like the the oak trees that are in in the park where we're about a half hour walk from a large park audubon park and if you go to city park which is even larger and along the the mm-hmm, main mm-hmm. thoroughfares i've been meaning to look it up what the what type of tree a lot of those like sort of big like tangly ones are mm-hmm. um but they're so pretty and like and it's like it you were saying something about how like people in the south are very sensitive about their old trees mm-hmm. um because there was some, what was it? It was like a lawsuit or something. Yeah, well, I mean, the only uh, the only jury that my mom has ever picked to <laughs> to be on was a was a trial about a tree. A trial about a tree. A tree trial. Uh huh. A tree trial, and it was about preserving like an old tree versus yeah. like taking widening it down. a road. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that is amazing. I'd forgotten that, that that detail that it was like that your mom was on that jury yeah. for the tree, but um. So I I love that fact, and it, it does seem to bear out that there's like a lot of protections for the really old trees that are in the park, and they're kind of like they're kind of like the feature of 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 some of the the parks here is just like we have some really fucking old giant really trees. huge trees, and you know those because they're so huge and because they require so much, and their and their root systems spread like so far so far farther than than you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot of other growth around them so you have these huge trees and then just sort of like kind of in the middle of of an empty space yeah Yeah. sort of sandy Mm -hmm. um barren it's beautiful and the you know there's if you go to city park there are trees that are over 800 years old wow and um as they grow um and they're very gnarled partially because the way that the wood the wood is very pliable because of the storms that come through if the wood wasn't pliable then they would then it would just fall apart so it's um resilient to the storm weather that comes through but that means the branches go up and over and come down and hit the ground and go back <laughs> up and it's just like all different directions amazing and in an effort to like see, save a lot of these you'll see them they have over time split in certain places of their trunk and so um to conserve them they've poured uh concrete actually oh, into wow. parts of them to just to stabilize and they've also stabilized i've seen the like some of the like bracing like yep. where they'll it has sort of like metal braces holding up the branches, up the branches um, or sort of kind of like gently guiding them which direction to go so that they don't either like grow into a house or like you know fall on the road or whatever but I hadn't seen the concrete that's cool yeah. that's cool there must be like whole teams of people who like manage i'm sure manage them I'm sure. Okay. I have one about the city too, which is um, sort of related to the nightlife thing or the night, the you know, whatever. Nighttime thing is that uh, this city has a very distinct drinking culture. <laughs> 
And um, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. I mean, really, what is there more to say about that? Yeah. I mean, well, the Sazerac was invented here. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it has it has like storied history. Of, yeah. of, you know, with of like cocktails being like sort of. You know, a, a lot of classic cocktails were invented here. I think um, the cocktail itself, the idea was invented I think that's right. I, I was going to say that, and then I was like, that sounds like something I made up fully. <laughs> but if you can corroborate that, yeah. I think the cocktail was invented here and um, and several of the classic ones that we like yes. know of, like on any cocktail menu, being like the, the classic ones are, were invented here. Um, and somehow we haven't yet had a Sazerac in New Orleans, so that's on the list. But um, so yeah, so there's that like sort of the history of that. But it's something that maybe because of that, people really value it. And there's a lot of bars, and there's a lot of like day daytime drinking. There's also um, you know no open container laws, right. so you can just kind of walk with your drink. Um, as I'm sure a lot of people know about about the city, but um, so that for that works for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what else works for you, and I'm excited about. Um, I'm excited about being with you on this journey, um, which uh, is one of. Um, a rollerblading oh yes <laughs> i was like where are we going with this it seems that there's a, a popularity here in the city um which is wild because so many of the streets would be impossible to roller skate on but if you go to the park there's some really nice flat well-maintained mm-hmm. paths that there seem to be a like pretty good number of uh rollerbladers and roller skaters Tons. and you have decided you have been moved the spirit has moved you to join their ranks. To join their yeah. ranks. Yeah. So, so I, uh, I mean, sidebar. Like, I'm led to understand that this is like a TikTok thing. Okay. Um. So there is a nationwide shortage. Okay. Of roller skates and roller blades because this. people are, um. I guess it's just like a, also also like a pandemic thing where it's yeah. something that you can like sort of take up that gets you outside. So I love all those things. Um. I I'm not aware of really like the how it got popular on social media but um i'm just like like seeing all the people going by and they're like their skates are so cool (laughs) and like they they look so cool and like i just have this like fantasy of like having my headphones in and like vibing to my jams and just like roller skating and like really cute like vintage roller skates and like you know, uh, so that is the fantasy. I know this, this is totally going to be one of those like expectation versus reality yeah. things. Because um, I do not know how to roller skate. I do not know how to roller skate. And you have seen me on ice skates. I am a disaster on the ice. So, um, and mainly, I, I you know, I, I will give myself some like, I'll step, step that back a little bit because I do acknowledge that it's like an attitude problem more than it is an aptitude problem oh yeah you have a terrible attitude. i have a terrible about. attitude you're just waiting it. to fall i'm waiting to fall and then i fall and then i'm like so upset about it that i have to like sit yeah. sit out a few rounds to like recover from like having fallen on my ass yeah. like truly that that's it's that's really what it is um and um and i'm i live in fear of like falling and then and then i'm sort of like more liberated after the first really bad fall because then i'm like oh okay well i survived that it's actually yeah. not so bad um so it, it definitely is going to be a journey. <laughs> so um, we'll see. I, I mean, that's that's all I can say for now is like stay tuned for. I I look forward to watching you. Maybe I should get on Medicaid before my skates get here, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you order any pads? Um, I will. I will be. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Okay. Are you kidding me? I'm, I'm going to be like, I'm going to be fully, I'm, I'm going to look like a five-year-old. I'm going to have like every single pad that they sell. In fact, like what I want to do is like find like an out of, like an out of work drag queen and be yeah. like, can, can I, I borrow your, your hip pads? pads so that I will be fully padded. My ass, my yeah. hips, everything is going to be just like full. <laughs> I'm going to look like a lunatic <laughs> on my elbow pads, wrist guards, knee pads, and then like drag queen I like booty. it. I like this vision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're just in the park <laughs> i have no shame i want you to really learn how to like twirl and dance and yeah. do the whole thing because you got roller skates not roller blades yes. which will allow you to really yeah um, roll bounce yeah i again i i again the roll bounce fantasy <laughs> total fantasy that's the plan that's the game plan but i'm not going to I don't want to rush my my expectations there because then it's going to be really sad when yeah. I can't even like stay upright for like. So I'm contemplating getting roller skates too, and I and I'm good on the ice. Mm-hmm. I'm really good on roller blades. I use them for years. You're good on roller skates too. I'm good You've on been roller, to like roller skates. Disco yeah. And you... um, so like I I feel like I can pick it up pretty quickly, but I'm also a person like in especially if it comes to this kind of thing, like I'm not going to be able to pick up like the fun moves. In the first like three practices, you're over it. I'm over it. So, I'm like picturing nah. you twirling by. Actually, it was like one leg in the air, <laughs> just Nancy Kerrigan yeah, style. Totally, totally. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, first of all, I think you can do it. Yeah. I mean, I, just don't know, taunt me when you're like able. The other to thing do I tricks. fear is like you know just really getting so into it that <laughs> you know <laughs> then it becomes a lifestyle. <laughs> That is the best fear. You know? I love that fear. It's so funny. Like, what if I just mm-hmm. become that? I'm just, like, at the park all the time. And, and like my organized. shorts just get shorter and shorter. And my socks get longer and longer. Well, you've painted a beautiful <laughs> picture here. Before you know it, and... I'm in a thin tank top, <laughs> tiny little booty shorts. Yes! And, like, knee-length mm-hmm, socks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Above the knee socks. Yeah. You know? Why not? Yeah. Oh, I love this for you. I've renamed myself. I'm like, I'm really taking you in right now because I'm I've picturing I've gotten like it. over the head, like mm-hmm. classic metal mm-hmm. headphones. Yes. I've gotten a Casio yes. clip on uh-huh. to my shorts. A tape cassette player. Cassette tape. tape. Tape player, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. So then that when I'm listening to Ace of Bass, I have to <laughs> eject it, turn it around, put it back Side in. Boo-doo-doo-doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that dream is an elevator. <laughs> That'll be my signature song. I love it. Yeah. Frankly, um, I like this for you. You know what? I like it for me too. <laughs> okay, I just I just saw some people outside with their masks on as we just talked about everybody's very masked and actually <laughs> reminded me of something that i wanted to tell you which is really just in passing but i think it was one of our friends that, that like sort of initially like put this idea in our brains but um that like every like 20 years from now like every adult is going to have a mask fetish yeah. okay so to that point when i was in nashville i stopped in nashville for the night on my way down <clears throat> And um, so I'm driving and there's like a whole, there's a whole bunch of strip clubs and um, that I'm driving past and like chicken joints or whatever. And then this one strip club has like a billboard outside of its own, like its own establishment. And it was like, you know, whatever name is strip club. And it's like, 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 we'll show you everything except our mouths. 
and it's like it's like a stripper with like a mask on or something like that or like i don't know if it was that was exactly what it said but it was like it was like something like that or like we take everything off except for these you know and then the mask was like oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i mean if i doubted if i doubted this theory like i i now i'm fully convinced like kids today teens today especially no chance the new boobs yeah Oh man, I'm like I'm like picturing what the burlesque routines are gonna look like post pandemic. <laughs> it's gonna be like full, like you're gonna come out with like full butthole and like titties just fully on display naked from the neck down, <laughs> and then it's just this facial and strip it's just piece. a slow like one <laughs> ear, then another ear, then the you know forehead. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> no, at the end, it's like the tongue and the lips. Oh my god, people are gonna be scandalized scandalized this is stranger's teeth in an indoor setting and there's food here (laughs) well i'm having weird um reactions to watching television shows where you get anxious when you see them in a crowd they'll just be yeah and like we're watching a show that's 10 years old and they'll be in a crowd (laughs) and am i and and you're like, first stop, reaction is like, wow, they're really close yeah. to each other. Yeah. Oh, God, that's so sad. Well, especially because the episode that we watched is Treme. is yeah. the show we're watching. It's like the wa- episode we watched yesterday was like the Mardi Gras episode. And so it's yeah. like. Everyone's crawling on top of, people. of each other. Like, yeah, <laughs> with like nude and like, you know, breathing on each other and making out with strangers and stuff. And I was like, oh, my God. This is <laughs> thrilling <laughs> and horrifying. We're all going to be overwhelmed when I that know, day comes. I know. Completely. Which that they won't come until the end of this year. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um. Okay. Twenty twenty one. We've been doing really like goal setting for the last couple years. Yeah, we have. And then, um, which was like super useful, like super useful, life changing. And then um, 2020 happened. And um, I mean, I have to say, I actually went back and read my 2020 goals. Yeah. And I, I actually set some pretty like, sort of like reasonable goals, considering that the year was such a shit show. Yeah, right. Um, and and, and you like, felt like you met them i mean no it was it was impossible to like meet the goals because of the uh circumstances that we yeah. were in. it was impossible to imagine that like you won't be able to do anything so what can you do in those yeah. parameters so like we we just sort of you know because it happened before we are like for first quarter check-in that we would normally have done the, the lockdown started right. so then it was just kind of like well obviously we're not like we're not gonna like check any of our metrics on these goals because like what the fuck are we gonna talk about right like you know so um so i didn't even look at them i didn't even look at my goals from that day basically to to this um but um so goals for 2021 Mm -hmm. question mark i have not made any specific goals for 2021 um but that doesn't mean that i'm not um that I don't have any, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't written anything down, um, but I have come into the year like with, uh, so maybe they're not goals. Maybe they're just more of like uh, a general, well, it is a goal. I'm just trying to formulate it as I talk. And mm-hmm. that um, at, in 2020, especially toward the end of 2020, I came to understand like how there are 
parts of my life that can really benefit from consistency mm-hmm. and not the kind of um not the areas of the life of my life that i um, would have thought meaning that like I'm always consistent when it comes to any sort of like work engagement mm-hmm. or commitment when it comes to those sort of things. I have no, um, no problems, problems with, with those that. things. Yeah, totally. You know, I have no problems with like the the logistical, physical things in my world being very consistent mm-hmm. and like in order. But uh, I do suffer from being inconsistent um when i don't need to be um as a way to uh exert control when i feel when i'm anxious Mm -hmm. um or i feel out of control which is control is like a big thing for me so uh that can mean um being inconsistent in what kind of energy i give off to people Mm -hmm. um as like using that keeping people on their toes as a way to control a scenario so as little as like you know while i'm not a morning person it's different to be not a morning person than to like to be like actively aggressively yeah 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 um oh trust me i know about that you know i do (laughs) yeah uh you know and so uh go and i started thinking about this at the end of 2020 and so going into 2021 being more um, consistent with like how people how you interact with people, people can or? come to mm-hmm. expect from me and i don't think people would describe me as someone who's like erratic no don't no, know no, what no, to no. expect at all no. um but um but but i would like to cultivate a more consistent um uh, yeah and place, i think even it's, just it's funny it's like yeah thinking about it as consistency but but I've, I'm trying to like let go of situations that I don't need to control or relationships that I don't need to control mm-hmm. or like well that's part of this boundaries thing too is that it's like what what can I actually exert influence on or control on and what matters to me to exert yeah. that influence on and what is something that like I can just let go and and like right try not to care about the the outcome in a way yeah but or if I'm consistent in the way I present mm-hmm. um i think i'll have a, a better understanding of when i'm like trying to control because if mm-hmm. i'm trying to maintain a certain consistency with how i present and i feel myself slipping in a moment i know it's because i'm either ang- i'm trying to control something or anxious like i'm trying like yeah why am why is this hard to to do today mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that isn't to say that isn't denying how i feel or not you know, stepping back and be like, what triggered something or why is this happening? All of that will happen. But um, but if I practice some a consistent way of being, all of that becomes, it's like See, easier. That, that's, to, that's, it's, it, it feels like what you're circling around is something that someone else might phrase as like kind of just being more in touch with your, your like emotions. <laughs> I, yes. and I don't know that you would you would you would say it that way, but like that's kind of kind of what you're getting at a little bit is like understand like because you're someone who can like me too that can really like suppress things or mm-hmm. tr- like turn down the volume on your own instincts because yeah. like you know for myriad reasons. But uh, so so yeah, I mean I think I like framing it though as as so like what the end point is is like 
being more consistent like that's the sort of like the action part of it but what yes. you're actually getting at is like sort of being more in tune with when your own you're you're anxious about yes, something or exactly mm -hmm. um, I really like that and I like that that's a very um, it's a very like non-tangible <laughs> sort of goal for 2020 but but it does it does present in very noticeable tangible ways especially like you know living together and stuff um, I too have not really made any goals for 2021 yeah. um, because I feel like it's it's just it was so like traumatic <laughs> in 2020 to be like oh your plans are Fully, fuck your plans yeah fuck your plans. fuck your plans yeah. so um uh, so it's, it's almost like well how, who am I to like make a goal like <laughs> if we get through this year you know that's great yeah. like um so so I don't ha I haven't written anything down either but I, but at the same time there's been maybe and maybe that's again part of like not having a job right now and not have you know not having cons other constraints on my time but like i have so many like habit type goals that are just happening yeah like i'm i have a consistent exercise routine mm -hmm. i've been meditating almost every day every morning um like just stupid stuff like things that in the winter time i have to like make lists mm -hmm. to make to help myself function because i can't like i can't i don't have to get up and go to like do basic stuff in the morning um literally i have like post-it notes to remind me <laughs> of like what, I, what all i'm supposed to do which makes it sound crazy but you know what seasonal nice, seasonal depression yeah. people i see you um but like stuff like like flossing and like skincare and like just like sort of basic shit like that i feel like i've just sort of um been doing and i didn't make like a list of those things mm -hmm. or that i wanted to do or like you know make a checklist or something like that it's just sort of like reminding myself every day and like and i think i, I told you that i did this i did one of the meditations i did well, appropriately was um uh happened to be about like resolutions versus intentions mm -hmm. and viewing the things the sort of changes that you wish to make or the improvements that you wish to make in your life as like like the way you would with meditation where it's like okay well uh you know if your mind drifts away you just note it non-judgmentally and then like come back to the moment that's what you that's yeah. what they say when you you know you're learning how to meditate and um and it's like that with like you know shit like this it's like it's like oh yeah like i'm just i'm just gonna remember to do this thing and then if i don't do it then i'll, I'll, I'll non-judgmentally note that i didn't do it mm -hmm. and why and then come back to it again yeah. and then just like so it's it's almost kind of like con continually recommitting to the to the goal rather than like making it a goal and then like metrics and checklists and like how did i perform against that goal it's kind of just like every day just reminding myself this is what i want to do or like you know yeah so that's been sort of my years to start energy but um and but like it's funny because like without having like formal like goal setting or whatever how clear some some of our like shared goals are too like mm -hmm. clearer than than ever you know it's like okay well we are going to uh you know we have projects that we're working on writing projects we're working on we're gonna focus on getting an agent mm -hmm. and that's our like that's really our goal for the next three months three six months yeah. is um you know making strides on that and uh and it's funny how like because of this squishy world we're in this like unpredictable world we're in let's like it, we don't need it to be written down with like the excel spreadsheet yeah. and the checklist yeah. and the date markers and stuff um well i wonder if there's something that you know 2020 brought to me it's like a 
a, a kind of patience because mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's like, oh, that you know, it's like we still we're in a new year, we're in a new administration, but there's still so many Crazy. <laughs> so many question marks, and you know, the timeline is still mm-hmm. so vague, mm-hmm. and so we're still very much in the middle of like, well, what do you? How can you plan further than? so far like as you know? far as you can see <laughs> and uh probably like produces like a lot of anxiety um for for some people but i for me it's like wow i can actually i can let go oh i don't mm-hmm. i can let go of that and that doesn't mean i let go of which goals. is crazy for mean, people like us yeah it doesn't yeah. mean i let go of working consist- consistently towards something it just means that i don't have to plot the course mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, it's like gonna unfold to, how like, it's gonna unfold. Yeah. And all you can do is your part towards making it happen. And, and there are like so many days. I mean, you know, there are so many beautiful days that we have here in New Orleans when we were in Cape Cod, like just like, you know, going on a walk. Yeah. Or I was gonna say that delicious too, that, or that there's like some, um, that being in at the Cape, like in sort of, the rear view now like that was such a quiet time for like our our creative output per se and we talked about it before but but like there's something about that that was so important to just kind of have like the the break from Mm -hmm. doing the thing and now i just feel so like re-energized about writing every day and whatever but it wasn't because i like set a goal to do it every day i just like feel yeah feel the spirit right now so um, but yeah, and like taking, like just kind of like having like in the Cape, those sort of dreamy days where we just like went on a walk or like, yep. you know, had And dinner. even here when we're writing every day, I feel like when I sit down and write now, it's like, what is this? I'm like exploring something. Mm-hmm. It sounds like so, you know, squishy, but yeah, but I'm he like, has this fucking squishy yeah, You know, time. exploring something. And in the past, I would have like really wanted to plot out a roadmap of, okay, I'm going to sit down. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm trying. This is exactly what I want to happen. Mm-hmm. Now I just need to engineer it to happen. We've done that to the page. Literally yeah. for, for our past scripts. Yeah. That it's like scene, scene one, page three to six, this happens. Yeah. Th- page five to seven, this happens. Yeah. You know, like all the way through. So it's like kind of taking our lessons of 2020 and just applying it to a new way of trying. I mean, not that one is one approach is better or worse right. than the other. Right, right. But just like trying something new and like, just writing without an intention first, you know, yeah. like, or and just writing a thing and then be like, where, would where I, it goes. What, what interests me about what I just, like, what do I want to investigate more yeah. about what I just wrote? What What's going to happen Which next? I don't know. Such a, like, most indulgent and, like, luxurious yes. position for us to be in. Yeah. To just be like, oh, we're writing full time and we can just, like, indulge our weirdest directions with yes. what we're writing right now. We can try something totally new and you know, see what works and see what doesn't work and what interests us and what doesn't and only follow the things that, like, you know, do kind of spark the interest and whatever. So it's strange times. Yeah. And, like, and to be the type of people who, to the point of not having plans, <laughs> of, like, getting to New Orleans, spending a week here and being like, I love it here. I love it here so much. Let's spend an extra month here, <laughs> yeah. which is what we did. I mean, extended we had our stay. Yeah. We extended our stay before we'd even been two full weeks here. Yeah. We were just like, you know what? I like it here. Let's do this. Let's stay. Like, yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy because we don't have to worry about like what's happening with our apartment back home or whatever. Right. It's just like, you know what? I like it. I think it will. <laughs> so that's the 2021 So energy. we're marching into 2021 <laughs> patiently, mm-hmm. consistently. Mm-hmm. 
but also spontaneous. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. <laughs> We write, produce, and curate as VJ and Stevens, and you can subscribe to Don't Think Twice anywhere you listen to podcasts. Normally, we'd be working on a whole slate of live events in New York City and across North America, but 2020. We're currently living nomadically, writing and pitching our scripted works for television. You can learn more about us at vjandstevens.com. That's V-I-J-A-Y and Stevens with a P-H. We're at VJ and Stevens on Instagram, and our assistant Susan is still learning how to use Twitter at Memos from Susan. 